Warning, Geesebumps is a comedy podcast based on the works of R.L. Stein. Any similarity to an actual literature podcast is coincidental and unintentional. How come I've never seen you before? Hannah's neighborhood has gotten a little weird ever since that new boy moved in next door. But when did he move in? Wasn't the house empty when Hannah went to sleep the night before? Why does it still look so deserted? She's not getting any answers from her new neighbor. He just keeps disappearing in the oddest ways. And he's so pale. Is Hannah being haunted by the ghost next door? He's just pale, man. Shit, leave him alone. Spoiler alert, no, she is not. Shut up! Welcome to Geesebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast, in which I, Danielle, with a PhD... That doesn't really work when you have to say, I have a PhD again. Yeah. <sighs> Welcome to Geesebumps, a Did You Mean Goosebumps podcast. I am Danielle. I have been muzzled, and I have a PhD. My name is Jojo, and not muzzled enough, and I have a PhD. Fuck <laughs> you. My name is Jeff, and I really got to tighten up that muzzle because I could still hear you. Bitch! And I don't have a PhD, nor am I muzzled, nor do I have an opening bit this time. So for this episode, I'm going to refer to my good friend. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Lord, my Savior. Our Lord and Savior. My comrade in arms. Karl Marx. <laughs> the light of my life. Florence Nightingale. Uh, Florence Nightingale. That's a good one. That's a good poll. Yeah. History, bitch. We have that on a t-shirt. It's just, just Danielle's face. And this is history. History, history bitch. bitch. Uh, we have historically relied on Jeff to come up with some kind of opening goof. For too long. To our own, long. Our, our own folly. So I have uh, dipped into the well of podcasting tools, and I found uh, a thing from the thewave.com. Oh. Wave is spelled with two Vs. Oh, shit. Oh, cool. Fuck, dude. That's like wave. Wav. Wav. Nine great podcast questions. So nine questions. First um, one, do you really want to start a podcast? <laughs> Second one, are you really sure about that? Or do you not have friends? It says, like, cu coming up with interesting and unique questions isn't easy. No. Sure it is. Uh, think of it this way. You've worked hard to connect with the person on your podcast, and if you've done that, it's probably because you think that they have something important and valuable to offer. But the only way that they're going to get anything from them in listening to an interview is if you ask the right questions. How big is it? Exactly. How big is it? How wide is it? Uh, can I see it? Don't sue me. <laughs> okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is uh, this is. What's the, are they in order of like importance or is it just a smattering of questions? It's just well, they're very generalized. So a smattering. Um, a smattering, but okay. we can we can go through them. So question one: What's one thing you wish that you had known when you began your career? Don't do it. Never get out of bed. <laughs> Wait, what's what thing you wish you would have known? What if they don't have a career? That's a fucking awful question. I would hate that question. Then why'd you put why why we bring them why we bring them on our podcast, Jeff? Because they don't have a career? 
Yeah. Fuck. I don't so know. what did we wish that they had known? The... Yeah. Use your brain. This is question two of questions that podcasts use. Mm-hmm. Was what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Being on this podcast and I learned that I should stop talking to Jojo Lewis. Yep. Because he's got bad interview questions. Bad interview Real questions. Bad interview bad. questions. And B.O. Like this is—is is this a job interview? What was your biggest failure? Yeah, what these sound like job. As somebody who does job interviews, these sound like job interview questions. I'm pretty sure they just ripped off a job interview. Website. How would you define teamwork? Yes. What was the time you faced a challenge? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's question three. Let me get to question four then. Um, okay, here's one. What are the best resources that have helped you along the way? Oh, for fuck's sake! My my pet boa constrictor. Killed all the competition. Paul, <laughs> go, you don't have a pet boa constrictor, you fucking liar. Busted with JoJo Lewis. <laughs> you should really save the busted question till the end. It's not mid-nine questions. So, why well, yeah, <laughs> question four is going to blow your mind. Um, <laughs> Click here to see why. What's, okay, here's, here's one. What's one common myth about your profession or field that you want to debunk? God, this 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 fucking sucks. Oh, here's okay. You know what? Here's where it becomes like interview question style mm. because it's got one of these. It goes, uh, <laughs> this is a dumb one. If you could step into my shoes, <laughs> what would you have asked yourself oh, that I didn't? That sake. is the most convoluted way to ask a question. Just be like, is there anything you would like to talk about, or yeah. anything you want to be asked about? Is there anything? Is there anything in my resume or background that concerns you? This is a job interview, and I don't, I don't want any part of it. It's, it's me interviewing somebody to take my place on this podcast, <laughs> so I can finally be free, like the genie. <laughs> Where where can your listeners connect with you online? Well, you're just asking about plugs. That's not a question. God, that's not a question. That's, that's by default. <laughs> listen, listen, you two are being very defensive. I brought you onto my Eastbound <laughs> podcast. <laughs> well, I'm glad that. So now with these tools, with these questions, we can finally turn this podcast into something profitable. That's right. We can finally turn this ship around, guys. We we have yet to say the name of the book that we read. Goosebumps. It's called Goosebumps. <laughs> it's called Goosebumps. It's doy. Called, duh, they're all yeah. I mean, obviously. This we this week we read Goosebumps number ten, um, the Ghost Next Door, uh, which is about a bunch of cool stuff and has a ghost in it. And I liked it. It does. It does. That sounds like the book report synopsis of somebody who did not read the book. <laughs> I think this book had a lot of fun and adventure, and I give it eight uh, bookmarks out of ten. I do think this. I think this book had a lot of fun in it. Um, it was 135 pages. I read it very quickly. <laughs> I read it. I read it, and uh, I and then I had myself a good little think in the bathtub about this one. Did you take a bath too? I took a bath last night too. I don't. Ta- I actually don't take baths. Oh, you should. They're nice. <laughs> Get into no the bath bomb game like I am. It's fine. No, I'd rather stay in the not have UTI game. Hey, 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 have you, you should try, you should UT try it. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, <laughs> Danielle, we've caught a cut. Co- I don't want to keep going down this bath bomb road. <laughs> this Mad Max bath bomb road. Uh, so please give us the summary of The Ghost Next Door by R.L. Goosebumps. We start with Hannah Fairchild, who is on summer break, and we get a window into her having a dream of burning alive. Then she goes downstairs, and uh, out in the yard, she meets this kid who says that he lives in the empty house next door. And then she turns his back on him, and he vanishes. 
So she's like, so ghost. So definitely there's the ghost. So obviously ghost. ghost. And uh, (laughs) wait, would that also just be possibly like, I have no object permanence. That could be too. Like I just, I'm like a squirrel. I'm like, if I turn away from you, you don't exist. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. We're all ghosts to squirrels. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, dude. Everyone, everyone's body has got a ghost in it. True. Fuck. Only the squirrels can see it or not. Right. That's the case, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. So she's on summer break, but she's very lonely because all of her friends are out of town. And the town seems to be really slow. Not much happening. Not many people around. And then mid stroll, she's accosted by a shadow figure that just kind of chases her. I like how you... Oh, Shadow Figure! Ah! I was having such a good time. And so Shadow Figure chases her and she's like, well, fuck me then. I guess I'll just go home. And she goes home. But that night, she decides to go for ice cream because she's bored. So in the middle of attempting to get her ice cream, she spies Danny with two boys, uh, stealing ice cream from the nice ice cream man, just running away with ice cream. Didn't sound too nice. Yeah. All right. So she's like, wow, this is pretty interesting. And this is the most interesting thing to happen all summer. So she just follows them as they run off with their ice cream. And they, (laughs) they decide to hang out in front of the house of one Mr. Chesney, who is the town postmaster, but also the town uh, child antagonist who, you, you know, basically threatens to kill people with a shotgun because uh, he hates kids because he's a bad man. And I love the good old days. Right? Ah, oh, it was so pure. Bring back the 90s. Yes. So they're like, we're going we're gonna to steal his mailbox. Yeah, that's that's that was show. We're going to punk him. Yeah, we're gonna punk his fucking mailbox. We promised each other we wouldn't do commentary during this. We promised each other, you and I. (laughs) My fault. All right. (laughs) Okay. So so they're going to try to steal the mailbox, and who should show up but Mr. Chesney, who has eyes and can see boys trying to steal his mailbox. He grabs Danny rather roughly. And uh, it hurts hurts him a little bit, like uh, it probably, you know, yanks his entire arm out of joint. Then the next day, Hannah sees Danny out in the yard again. So she goes to talk to him. He happens to, at a certain point, fall down. And she goes to help him up. And her hand goes completely through him. So she's starting to think that maybe... She is ghost. And Danny freaks out because... Ghost. Because ghost. So he he takes off. He's like, peace. And she then overhears two women talking about how the house five years ago burnt down and has only... Now, does that pass the Bechtel test? (laughs) Ah, oh, dang it. I can't I can't even do it myself. Nope, it does it now because you, a man, decided to speak during it. Oh, no, you ah, ruined it. Oh, God. So she's like, yeah, this house burned the whole family, burned alive inside. And we it's recently been renovated. And they're, you know, people are trying to. And that was that was Hannah's house. It's Hannah's house. It was Hannah, Hannah's mom, house. dad. Gotcha. <laughs> twins. Twins. Herb. 
Herb and Bill. Yes, our twins, Herb and Bill, who we will definitely return to. Um, so yeah, she, she learns. She's like, "Oh, I'm dead. I'm I'm a ghost." And uh, beans. I know now. I don't know what to do. Uh, so she goes in the house and she just cries because it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> She's a ghost. If the, if the book ended right there, that would have been perfect. She goes in the house and cries. Yep. And that's the end. She happens to see Danny heading out somewhere, though. And she's like, well, okay, because I'm going to keep following him. And uh, she pops out of the house and is like, hey, um, and he takes, takes off. He's like, oh, my gosh, she's a ghost. And he runs away. But where does he run but to Chesney's house where his two doofus friends are already. And they're like, okay, this time we're stealing the mailbox, which they do manage to do. And then they throw it in the bushes because that is crime. That's anarchy. Yeah. Uh, but that's not enough. The uh, two dope friends, they go up to the house and realize that they can get in through the window. They break in through the window. They go in. They have matches. And Hannah is like, well, this can't go good. And right on time, they manage to start a fire and the entire house is burning down. And two, the two assholes get out, but Danny is still inside, trapped in the fire. Hannah decides that she's going to go save him. But she is blocked by... The shadow figure, which has returned to tell her that he is, in fact, Ghost Danny, and he wants to be born. So don't save real Danny, dickhead, because I want him dead so I could come into the world and be Ghost Danny. Obviously. 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 Equivalent exchange. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> so, well, she's like, well, fuck you, and goes in through the window anyway. <laughs> and she finds Danny, she leads him out. And then he's he's saved, and we cut to Hannah hearing her mom calling out to her, and she starts to fade away. And she seeing, flies to space. She goes into space. Space Hannah. She literally does. <laughs> well, basically, yeah. She just kind of floats off like a balloon. So <laughs> She goes to heaven. She goes to Jesus Christ's heaven. Classic story. Girl thought boy was ghost. Boy meets girl. Boy meets girl. Girl, thinks girl. girl, is, girl is ghost. <laughs> but thinks boy is ghost. Thinks boy is ghost. But it's really girl is ghost. Boy, boy almost dies in tragic fire. Girl stops some sort of... Or spiritual machination to occur, which would create some new ghost form of said boy. Evil ghost. Evil ghost person. Girl ascends to heaven after completing <laughs> her task. Yes. Uh, Classic story. Classic how how story. normative of you. Well. Obviously. There is a little bit of that, yeah. Uh, but she, thought she, she said he was cute a bunch. Yeah, she does. She does have a. She also said he was crush. pale and a ghost. Yeah, she had a crush on a ghost. Yeah. I mean, it well, happens. I think that should have been a telltale sign that she was a ghost because once she became a ghost, she started crushing. She on was other, into ghosts. She was into ghosts. Yeah, she was like, "Hey, Danny's ghost is kind of hot." You know, hot. Jeff, that was actually more offensive than uh, <laughs> other stuff we've said today. You fuck. <laughs> How dare you? 
now that I'm a ghost, he's starting to look pretty good over there. Yeah. Now that I don't deserve, now that I can date within my race, now it's looking <laughs> now pretty good. finally the barriers have fuck, been. Fuck, Jeff. I can't believe you. <laughs> it's, I mean, Daniel and I were talking about it, that this seems like such a quaint kind of tale mm, compared to like a tale as old as time. Yeah. Indeed. But and she also pointed out that we hadn't had our sixth sense yet. Yes. And the whole, oh, I'm really the I'm one the who's ghost. dead wasn't as as common as a trope. I don't remember any other 90s movies. Who likes this book out of the three of us? I, I do. Like it. You yeah. guys both like it. Yeah. But Jeff, you don't. Not, not as much as you guys do know. No, I don't. I yeah, I can appreciate this ghost having a, uh, this ghost, this story having like a straightforward plot. Yeah. It just was not. This was a boring book for, to, for me to read. It was extremely boring. Jeff clocked that she was the ghost by the first page. Yeah. So uh, it was telegram. Daniel, before I started reading, was like, all right, see, if, I don't. And first of all, now that I know how obvious it was, I almost think that Danielle was like really placating to me. When, she, <laughs> when I started reading it, she was just like, all right, now it alludes to some things. And I'm curious to see if you can see if you can Is suss it, it out. Ghost? You can figure out what's going on. Yeah. And after like page one, I'm just like, she's dead. She's the ghost, obviously. That's not fun. That's not the game I was here to play. Which, which once you know that, the twist is no longer the thing that you're like anticipating. Yeah. So it becomes less uh, impactful. Okay. Well, you both liked it. I didn't like it. Well, I would love to know, aside from just our opinions, what the actual point behind the book mm, is. Yes. I would like to know. I would love to know. I, I want to know themes. I want to yes. know narrative arcs. I want to know who is the stand-in for who in my life. And I wish there was somebody out there who could tell us a little bit about the the insidious nature, what's behind the screams of this book, or behind the themes, as Danielle said. Yeah. <laughs> but unfortunately, that person doesn't exist, I assume. Well, I guess not. I no. Mean, no, they don't. Well, that's well, thanks for joining us on this week's episode of... Uh, yeah, that, that was a quick one. That was a quick one. Hey, Joe, could um, you do me a favor? Check the audio for me. I think that maybe we haven't been recording this entire time. Um, okay, uh, let me go check. I'm looking at bars. Um, oh, beans. You know what? I think I have better <laughs> microphone <laughs> in another room. Uh-huh. I'm just going <laughs> to go get that. I'll be right back. You know what? We make fun of Danielle's. I have to use the bathroom excuse to get out of a scene, but at least she's straightforward and clean with it. I just, I got pee guys. I got pee. I got to make pee. water. Uh, okay. This is the sound of me getting up and going to out of the bathroom to the bathroom <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> where, a, where a microphone is. <laughs> um, this is the sound of it. That's, that's good. It's good. Good Foley work. Well, I know um, he's out of the room because I heard his footsteps. Uh, uh, the sound sort of minimized. weird swooshing. Yeah, I heard his. I heard his pants unzip for some reason. I don't know why his pants just unzipped. I can tell you why. Oh, I wish you wouldn't. Lord in heaven. Oh, I wish. You Greetings. Wouldn't. My <sighs> name. You may have. Hi. You may have heard of me. Who? Who the fuck? Who are you? the fuck are you? My name is. Red Apple Lassie Stein. <laughs> Red <laughs> Apple delicious. Red Apple Lassie. Is that a breed of dog or a type of booze? It sounds like a type of drink. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't you like to know? Can I get a Red Apple Lassie up top? So I understand you're talking about Ghost Next Door and trying to figure out what's going on in this dig dangle book. Yeah, it was a bit of a mystery. Ghost Arl Stein or Ghost Red Apple Lassie. Yeah, Ghost Stein, Ghost Red Apple Lassie. What is this book? Which predates ghosts becoming popular in the early aughts. It does, yes. What it, is it about? 
It's about the idea of being kind to your neighbors and showing empathy, even though they might be others. Ew. That's right. You mean the it's other gotta... starring Nicole Kidman in a story that's also, that's also the same story? <laughs> Is that what that fucking movie was called? I swear to God, I was thinking of that the whole time I was reading this. What the and I was hell like, is it called? God what it. was it? Because I... it was basically the same story. I said that when I started reading it. I was just like, this is the others. Yep, straight up. Yes, it was the others with Nicole Kidman. I'm yep. sorry. I'm sorry, Red, Red Apple Lassie. Please continue. That's fine. The entire premise of this story is based upon the idea that you have a character who feels that their home has been invaded by an outside force who Ooh. is different Gross. and represents otherness, Bad. which is the neighbor who is a ghost. Bad. Or are they? Buzz, shut up. Shut, <laughs> listen, you got to let me get there. I got to get there at my own pace. We gotta get there. As he, as she adventures through, she sees all of his behavior as profoundly negative. You don't know the same people that I know. You say you go to my school, but I've never seen you. You hang out with these hooligans and cause trouble. Mm. You could jump off your roof. All this Ooh. stuff. Well, that took a turn. Okay, yeah. And the entire story is built around her feeling more and more suspicious of him until finally she says, listen, you are different than me. You're a ghost. And he's like, well... Hey, maybe it's you who's the ghost. Oh, that's right. That's you know, think about it with that noise you made. Uh -huh. You see, the idea that she is in fact the other to him is a concept that never entered into her mind, and because of that, she was able to move past her preconceived notions and be, and be willing to do things that if he was a ghost, she wouldn't have done, <laughs> like risk her life to save his. That's not something you do if you don't care about somebody, and that's what this book is about. The idea that you are the other to someone else is an idea that will allow you to be peaceful and empathetic towards strangers, which is a very important thing for people to be in these trying times. It's like, it's like to aliens, we're the alien. Dude, you just blew my head off my shoulders. Hey, uh, hey, it's Joe. I came back in. Hey, Oh, hey. Joe, man, you missed a revelation. I'm sorry. I heard Jeff come to some kind of conclusion. Did it? <laughs> Was that? Did I miss that? You, Was that what happened? You did miss it. Um, and I hope it got. I hope the the mics were fixed. But oh uh, yeah, I listen. I actually unplugged my mic. There was no mic. This oh whole time. oh, this whole time. Okay, okay. that's good. Yeah. So if you were, if, if anyone was talking, you that, know, it, 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 we didn't capture it. That's fine. We that's didn't fine. get it. We didn't get it. Danielle, no. do you look? You're 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 crossing your legs there, Danielle. I mean, you're, you're I I should have peed before we started, oh but my God. I. I'm sorry. Well, JoJo's back now, so he and I can have a conversation, and I guess you can go yeah, and we go. Yeah, talk about we can talk about Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Yes. Ew, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Kathy Ireland, am I talk? Am I right? Bye. I actually have never had one, so I don't know. Um, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but um, oh, GRL, you're you're back. I I I wanted to point out that Kathy Ireland is indeed quite attractive. Thank you. Yeah, okay. Up on that. You're welcome. Well, well, this okay, RL. I can get behind you. I can get behind this RL. That's right. This is the horny RL. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. RL, you sound a little bit different than you did a couple of moments ago. Do, do you, are you have allergies? What's going on? I I have very severe allergies to uh, bullshit. Oh oh it's snap! All over here. Okay. This entire room. Well. Stuffed with bullshit. I'm sorry, Red Apple Lassie. I didn't. I uh, know. No. 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 Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> what is? Why? 
would I ever call myself that when in fact my name is Rat Lotion Style? Because <laughs> rats get ashy. <laughs> Wait a minute. That earlier R.L. Stein said it was the ghost. Are you the real R.L. Stein and we just spoke to your ghost? Is he here? Well, not right now because we only have three mics. But he's, uh, he's trying to be bored. Yeah, I, I did go to the bathroom, but... He's yeah. been trying to kill me for years, saying he wants to frolic with Kathy Ireland. <laughs> just I thought that's what you wanted to do. I, I, I do, but uh, I would rather I do it than he do it. Oh, so you both have one desire for Kathy Ireland, and he's trying, uh, the ghost RL is trying to kill you to become to real become and born. real enough to... Finally be with yes. Kathy Ireland. Correct. Or at least wear her clothing line from Walmart. Wow, this RL really does know so a lot. Much. This RL really does know a lot about Kathy Ireland. Did not know that. Well, I'm, well, real alive RL Stein. Oh we just mm. we just got a, a bit of a synopsis and theme narrative spiel from Ghost RL Stein. Oh, Do you have no. a different opinion? That's why the room is full of bullshit. Oh snap! I knew it. All right, because here, let me explain once again. The first time, but go ahead. No, <laughs> maybe for you, I get this question all the time. Oh. All the time. What is what is the ghost next door about? What does it mean? All right, I'm going to say this once and for all. The story is, in fact, an exploration of the way that we project our own insecurities and uh, feelings of inadequacy onto others. So in this instance, Hannah is actually very lonely, feeling invisible, feeling like she doesn't matter. And she is projecting that onto Danny. And the problem is you can never maintain that projection. It will Always burn Maybe down. you can't. Yeah, I could do it pretty well. I do it pretty well most of the time. Well, you've been practicing, so <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but also, I, I just want to sneak in a little bit about the fact that uh, the nuclear family is a joke and an illusion, uh, as as you might have seen demonstrated by the fact that... It burned up. It, it literally it done burned, burned up. It done burned yeah. up. It done burned down. It done burned. And, and for Hannah, she... She's left all alone. It doesn't matter that she had a family. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. No. Yeah, she's just family is bullshit, y'all. In the end, you 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 you're born alone. You're born alone. You die alone. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yes. You're just meat that dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Dreaming meat. Dream meat. Mm, I love that strain meat. of cannabis. That's right. <laughs> that's a good one. Nailed it. All right. Yeah. Well, well, that's that's well, that's pretty poignant as well. I think both you. You know what, Aro? I'd say that you and your ghost. Should you, you actually probably have a lot to talk about? We probably do because you both had some good takes on it, some di- some different takes, and I'm sure that one of those is obviously skewed by the fact that one of you is alive and one of you is waiting for the other to die so that it can become born. Right. Well, that's I, how ghosts work. Yeah. We've all, yes, we've we all, all known know that this. From church. All right. Well, that's enough. R.L. Stein for one day. I think that you need to go, and maybe you should take the other door. Uh, Ghost R.L. Stein went out the front. Maybe you want to take the back. Son of a bitch. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, get out of here. R.L. Stein. Before Ghost R.L. Stein kills you. Bring up my Uber right now. Okay, bye, fellows. Yeah, see, yeah, this R.L. Stein takes Uber. The other one takes Lyft. That's how you know they're on opposite ends of the spectrum. Fact. Hi, I'm Katie. And I'm Liv. And we're Midnight Fun. 
Join us as we sink our teeth into the peaks and pits of supernatural media with unironic, unadulterated enthusiasm, whether it's a cult classic or a kitschy catastrophe. If it's got fangs, frilly shirts, or just a tastefully dishevelled Hugh Jackman in layers of leather, we're in. We take a deep dive into... Should you date or stake? What dusty corners of the internet were once devoted to theories and thirst? Is this film trying to make us worse people? Do these vampires have a moral obligation to vote? We'll be separating our Damon Salvators from our Draculas to find the most dateable demons. It's Dracula, obviously. Find us bi-weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Midnight Fun. And remember, vampires make terrible boyfriends. All right, so should we should we talk about this uh, <laughs> this book? This book, uh, this book's pretty plain to me. I mean, like I've already said it. You all know my opinions. There's not a lot yeah. of um, absurdities. Not a lot of absurdities. Not a lot in of it. fun. Yeah, no, it is pretty. Just like girl is alone. Girl stalks a boy. Girl finds out she's dead. Nothing, yep. nothing really intense happens in the book. So I have to kind of scrounge and look for little pieces of 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 inanity to kind of focus on. And I respect that, but I will say that if you think about the fact that she's having memories of burning alive, that is creepy. That's classic. That's normal. That's I fine. Want to? I want to stand up for this book. It's got some creepy implications. Yeah, Jeff. You. You. <laughs> God. Damn it, Jeff, I hate you so much and how much you hate this book. (laughs) Lay off it, Jeff. We're defending it. All right. So we at the beginning of the book, we find out that this is pre-ghost, pre-knowing that she's ghost. PG. PG. (laughs) We just get introduced to her family and Hannah lives in her house, which we don't know had burned down yet, Mm. with her mom and her dad, herself, who is 12, of course, and her twin brothers, who are both six. Now, throughout the book, the twin brothers are like these just little nuisances. They're just like wacky little kids, like wrestling with each other. They're terrifying. They're, they're kind of terrifying because I pictured them as like adult men as grown children. That's how they talk. But the thing that was the most confounding, the most confounding choice that R.L. Stein made for this book. I can't wait. Yeah, confounding. Me. Is the name of these two children. Uh, yes. <laughs> these two kids who are six are named Herb yes. and Bill. I oh, There has oh, never right. in the history of time existed a six-year-old <laughs> named Herb My name is or Herb. Bill. This is my partner, Bill. And we're, we're, gonna, we're six. And we're with the CSI unit. <laughs> we're six, and we're here to fix your plumbing. They're like private eyes. <laughs> They're like Herb and Bill. This is Dragnet, <laughs> but with six-year-old kids. I have some because I, I was so confounded by it that I wanted to see what some name, what some data was out there for names that existed yes. around the time that this book came out. So you're trying to see how old <laughs> the name Herbert is. I'm trying to see how unlikely it is that uh, two parents would name twin boys Bill and Herb around this period of time. <laughs> Can I read the, some of their dialogue? Yeah, read, Daniel, snap us off a piece of that beautiful Bill okay. and... A piece of Bill and Herb. A piece of if Bill you and Herb. If you want some Herb. piece of Billy and Herbert. Oh, a, night, a night at MGM Grand with Bill <laughs> with and Bill Herb. With Bill and Herb. <laughs> yes. And their amazing white tiger. Naked and afraid with Bill and Herb. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, <laughs> so this is there at the breakfast table. This is early on in chapter one. And uh, 
her mom turns to the twins and says, how'd you guys like those ghost stories last night? Actually, no, that was Hannah. Whatever. doesn't matter. They're all dead. It doesn't matter. They're all dead. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. And uh, so Herb, not scary, quickly, Herb quickly replied, not scary at all. Your ghost stories are dumb, Bill added. You guys looked pretty scared to me, Hannah insisted. We were pretending, Herb said. She held up the orange juice carton. Want some? Does it have pulp in it? Herb asked. Hannah pretended to read the carton. Yes, it says 100% pulp. I hate pulp, Herb declared. Me too. Bill said, making a face. And it goes on. <laughs> There's a whole scene. There's a whole scene. There's a whole improvised scene. <laughs> Geese Bumps, the podcast, has made a lot of wild claims before, but let's make one right now. <laughs> yes, do it. Pulp <laughs> is bad. No, pulp is good. Is, is it bad or is it good? Or it's is good. It okay? It's delicious. I hate pulp. Makes it nice and thick. Gives you some little bits. Joe, what's your thoughts on pulp? Hmm. Well, are you pro Bill and Herb or are you anti Bill <laughs> yeah. and Herb? Which whose side are you on? I think I'm. I think I'm anti Bill. <gasps> you like pulp? I gotta say, there's something about getting juice in your teeth. Yes. There's something about chewing that liquid. There's something about if you bite, if you <laughs> listen, mm. Jeff. Like we 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 hammer haw on this show about our little jokes and japes, but if you were able to bite down into a big old thing of cranberry juice, oh yes, get some cranberry up in those teeth. Yes, how good is that? Is That's it basically? Is this pre boba? Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yes. Do you like boba? Do you like little balls of tapioca in your milk tea? Do you wish you could drink orange juice and wonder, am I going to choke today? Well, guess what we've got for you? Oh, boy, do we have something for you. 100% pulp. Actually, guess what? No, 1,000% pulp. It's just an orange. It's just an orange. You have to eat it. Pulp. the, The pulp can't be the actual pulp from the oranges they use to make the juice, right? Well, I'm talking fresh squeezed here. I'm not talking Tropicana. They can go shove their pulp up their asshole. Tropicana, don't listen to Danielle. We'll definitely take your <laughs> hey, sponsorship. Hey, listen, Tropicana, if you wanna if you wanna work with uh, JoJo has fun, sans Danielle, Sanielle, as it were, we are more than willing to absolutely cut her from everything we do. We will we will burn her to the ground. Wow. Okay. Well, simply orange. Come on, baby. Let's talk. Let's dance. I do like. I do love simply orange. According, can I give you some name facts for these two fucking monstrous children? Yeah. So, so first of all, I looked up both Bill and Herb. Now, obviously, there's more Bills out there than Herbs. Right. There has to be. Of course. Could two children born the same day both receive each moniker? The likeliness of the likelihood of that happening seems really off. But so, so based on babynameshub.com for Bill, the the more common name. Sure. 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 Since. 1880. Wow. There have only been 158,000 bills. What? No. Okay, now listen. (laughs) Do you, are you including Williams in there? Yeah, because. No, I'm I'm including bills. That is your given name. Okay, it's just pure bill. Because no William, no, okay, that makes sense. Sure, yeah. Uh, Bill. Bill. 
Just Bill. Just That's Bill. Because I've known like five Bills in my life. Or you thought you did, Danielle, but they were maybe, just lying. Maybe they were actually Williams and they were passing us. Oh bills. my God, you're right. Yeah. The greatest yeah. number of people were given the name in 1947 when 46. The greatest generation. <laughs> oh, the greatest <laughs> Billeration. Is that it? Was that them? Yeah, was that, that was them. They are now 74 years old. So there is a whole smattering of 74 year old Bills just ready for the taking. There sure are. Yes. Knew it. I knew it. So I Bill, knew it. Bill's not a big name. Herb, on the other hand. What? How's Herb doing? Well, so here's the thing. I'm trying to figure out some data because these websites are usually garbage. So <laughs> I looked around the the early 90s for, you know, how many babies per million were named Herb. Sure. According to this website, in 1993, <laughs> only two out of a million babies what? were named Herb. What? What do you <laughs> mean? Wow. That doesn't. What does that mean? For every million boys named, only two would be named Herb. So two out of a million. And if you name your child Herb, wow. it will come out an old man in a child's body. And here's the thing. In 1992, uh, in 1993, which is when I looked at this because that's when the book came out. Oh, yeah. Right. The number of uh, er, the number of Herbs from the previous year, down 242. Really? We're oh. running low on Herbs. We're running low. It's trying to bring it back yeah the climate change has definitely taken away our ability to name children herbs all of our herbs are gone now and i don't know how many actual names for boys exist in the world i can tell you that neither name after i looked was in the top 100 names for boys no but if you did herbert and william then we there's have more there different story but they they are called bill and herb we were not told in this book that they are william and herbert we were told their names are bill, bill and, and herb, herb. That's all we got. Yeah. And they go and that and so let's well, okay, so how are they different? How are Bill and Herb different? Yeah. From each other in the book? In names, right? Yeah, what I'm saying is, okay, we got Herb, we got Bill. Right. That's fine. You know, right, right. Whatever. Sure. Good. Okay. Which one is like the messy one? I Bill has Bill to be. Bill for sure. Bill. Bill, Bill is, the messy is one. Okay. Now which now so that means Herb is fastidious. Yes. So let's say that Bill Goes on a date. Ew. Mm -hmm. He's six, Joe. <laughs> hey, play date. <laughs> but he accidentally books two play dates on the same day. Oh, oh that fool. Ugh. Bill, no. that's classic Bill. That's classic Bill. Herb, Herb being Bill's friend mm. and roommate. Oh, sure. He does the stand-in. He does the does whole. Do they do this? Do they do the swapperoo? For sure. Or, okay, no question. Does Herb is does Herb go along with the swapperoo to act like Bill on the other date, or does he sit in the bushes with a radio and then direct Ooh. Bill to be able to go between both states yeah. and deliver him with the Ooh, accurate information for both fuck. dates? Is that's a really tough one. Is he gonna try and act the scene or is he gonna try try and direct the scene? I What's think Herb? He's, he's interesting. He, he he's not confident enough to like put on a performance himself. He's definitely not confident. He looks the part, sure. but he doesn't have it inside. He doesn't have of him. the soul, you know. Right. He doesn't have the bill. Doesn't have the bill. Okay, okay. Which one outlives the other one? Herb. Herb, obviously. We th but we think that, but Herb is, is, so we're thinking that Herb is like the safe one, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. well, Herb decides to, t Herb plays it safe. Herb right. doesn't want to, you know, cause Herb trouble. Herb is vanilla AF. But Herb, that's why, that's why it's even that's more right. tragic when he dies young because he played it so safe. Oh, it's, no. It, it, listen, listen, Jeff, I'm not, we don't get out of this life alive. So, yes, it is going to be pretty <laughs> sad when we watch Herb die, but... <laughs> 
he's got it's gotta happen. He's gotta die. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. The sad part is they're both already dead. <laughs> God. Canonically, they are dead. You're gonna walk through the graveyard and see a little tombstone that says, oh, Here lies Here lies Bill. Here lies a baby. <laughs> They died doing what they love. <laughs> Nothing yet because they were too young. Hate, doing what they loved. Hating pulp. Yes. The only thing we know about them from the book. God, they hate <laughs> God, they hated that pulp. They hated it so much. I would feel like I'd be like back in the fucking 19th century if I walked by a tombstone that says, Here lies herb. Yes. Like, mm. like this is not <laughs> this is not recent. This has got to be at least 200 years did, old. How did this baby die from gout? Weird. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know babies could get uh, gangrene. Rest in peace, Bill and Herb, the two weirdest named characters in an Arl Stein book. Definitely a little, definitely a little odd. So that, so that's what I got <laughs> to open this up. Good. This is the confounding nature of Bill and Herb. It's excellent adventure. Bill and Herb's excellent adventure. <laughs> it, it's pretty short. Yeah, it's a, sh- it's a pretty fucking short adventure they go on. <laughs> when their laugh, when their life flashed before their eyes, it was pretty fucking quick. Yep, yep. There wasn't just a whole was, lot. There was nope. There was pulp and video game, and then that was <laughs> it. It was out. That was, and then we're out. Yeah. All right. Does anybody have anything after that? Uh, this is on page eighteen. So, uh, in, in terms of ha- stuff that happens in here in this book, it's it's kind of limited. You know, it's a lot yeah. of world building. But one section that is pretty good is on page 18. Um, you see Hannah's remembering Mr. Chesney, the post office Yes, worker. that's what I was going to do. Yes. Yes to all of it. <laughs> yes, queen. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all the, all, this is page 18. All the kids in Greenwood Falls hated Mr. Chesney, mainly because he hated kids, which is a sentence fragment. He was always shouting at them to stop loitering at the square or stop playing loud music or stop talking so loudly or laughing so much or to get out of his precious alley. (laughs) At Halloween, a bunch of kids decided to go to Mr. Chesney's house and spray paint his windows. But to their disappointment, and this is this is what it says in this book. Yes. But to their disappointment, Chesney was prepared for any Halloween trick or treaters. He stood at the ready in the front of his window, an enormous shotgun in his hand. That is just a just a visual. <laughs> That's a horror story in itself. That, yes. I want the Mr. Chesney story. There's a there's a Mr. Chesney. This is this is our villain kind of. Yeah, oh, for sure. Our yes. secondary villain. He's he's a, we know he's he bad. should be primary because he's, he's boss. He sit he's on his front porch. He says like trick. They're like trick or treat. <laughs> like, he's like I don't know. I guess trick, huh? <laughs> If it's up to me, trick. That's what I'm saying. Again, the implications of this book, R.L. Stein is killing children in this book. I think Mr. Ch- Mr. Chesney's like at the cover. It's like, hey, why are all these kids dressed up as dead kids? Oh, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think I could fix your costume, make it a little more realistic. Yeah, it's, it's lacking a certain something. This, he's absolutely like one of the most bonkers characters. <laughs> he is for, for he's somebody wild. who doesn't do anything that bad in the book itself yeah he, he, he really does well no he threw rocks at a dog yeah he threw rocks at a dog that was sucky that like, was pretty he rude. was shitty that but was like they make him almost into like a comical villain who's like the postmaster general for the town 
<laughs> this terrifying postman. It'd be like if the mayor, if the if the mayor was like a fucking psychopath. <laughs> no, it's like if the town, like town crier, was a serial killer. It was a it was a murderer. Yeah. <laughs> How how good do you have to be at delivering mail for the town to ignore your monstrous acts against children and dogs? Uh, how does how does he maintain? It's next day, even when it's standard. Oh sure, oh, it's always yeah. oh gets you always get everything next day. It's all next day. Yeah, so so he just puts in the extra effort, and he do you think maybe he slips a little fiver in there on occasion on like a birthday? Oh. I'm sure he does. I'm mm. sure he does. He definitely seems like he knows that there's a there's a there's a shotgun tax that he's got to pay in this town. <laughs> That's the shotgun tax he pays. The Mr. Chesney tax. He puts Split a fiver, fiver in your <laughs> fiver in your mail every now and then. Exactly. He puts a stick of gum, a stick of spearmint in one of those every now and then. What was he? What would he do? Would he really? I guess we have to ask. Would ourselves, he shoot it? Would, would he, he shoot he, a kid? Would yes, he actually, he would, shoot just, a kid? he would absolutely. This is what I thought. I was like, this guy there, he's got a shotgun. Yeah. He doesn't want me to. He doesn't want me to spray paint his windows. But is he gonna kill me? Like, is this like? Let just just imagine. Like, yes, I'm trespassing. I'm vandalizing. But is that? Death worthy. Is, yeah. the, is the penalty death for a little Halloween hijinks? For a little Halloween hijinks is the penalty death. I get a little bit hyphy one day, uh, October thirty first, and that, and I'm dead for that. That's he. He's saying that that's reasonable. Is it only Halloween? I know that. That's my next question. Yeah. Is he standing on his front porch on like St. Like Patrick's Easter. Day? <laughs> yeah, yeah sure, St. Patrick's like, yeah. Day, just every holiday. <laughs> With the president's day, he's out there. He's got like he's got like the Lincoln hat on and like a fake beard for president's <laughs> day, but he's also he's like, got a shotgun. So I, 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 to maybe to to kind of give a final note on the Mr. Chesney, should he have died in that fire? I don't think well, so. I think the, the lesson here, Jeff, is that no one should be killed. Mm. But RL does it anyway. Mm. RL does it anyway because he's a sick freak. Yep, in the face of God, never <laughs> likes to. Who likes to see? Who watches? Who wants to watch the world burn? Yes, and especially the children. Especially the children, but that's not what we're talking about, Jeff. Mm. Well, what are we talking about? Yeah, what are we talking about? I don't know. We're done with the section. Though. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're right. That's not what we're talking about. Okay. Anymore. Yeah, you're right. You are right. So what? Else, what else we got? Well, Daniel, do you want to bring up? Do you want to read the the ghost part? Uh, yes. That is page, I think, 82. So the big, I guess we, we have to kind of bleed into like what the end of the book yes. kind of brings about. So yes. so weirdly, like the the big reveal of Hera being the actual ghost isn't the end end of the book. It is not. Like that's sort of like a two or three chapters out from the actual finish of the book. So she gets to kind of just to kind of like sit and explore the space, explore the space of being a ghost. Yeah. Yeah. But the big reveal comes, um, what chapter did you say, Daniel? You said it was chapter 24. 24. Provided with a plot twist that we've already brought up (laughs) a lot, a bunch. (laughs) And now you get to actually hear what the the whole thing is in the book. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. This is what, this is what goes down. We're standing in front of Mr. Chesney's house We got motherfuckers in there with matches. Mm -hmm. Hannah's standing there like, what the fuck do I do? I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. What the (laughs) shit? Fuck. Oh, Uh, jeez, mister. Oh, jeez, mister postman. (laughs) The sour odor choked her. The darkness continued to wrap around her, holding her prisoner. 
Danny grinned back at her with the same glowing red eyes as before he'd been unmasked. No! Hannah cried, her voice a hoarse whisper, tight with fear. No! It isn't you, Danny, it isn't. A cruel smile played over the figure's glowing face. I am Danny's ghost, he declared. Ghost? Diana tried to pull back, but the darkness held her tightly. I am Danny's ghost. When he dies in the fire, there will... I will no longer be a shadow. That's right. I will be born. And Danny will go to the shadow world in my place. <laughs> no, no, Hannah shrieked, raising her fists in front of her. <laughs> no, oh, Danny, no, oh, Danny, I will not die. So uh, Danny's ghost opens its mouth and uttered a foul smelling laugh. He has a stink, he has a stink <laughs> laugh. <laughs> You're too late, Hannah, he sneered. Too late. And I want to point out the fact that this chapter, that this takes place in chapter 24, is a literal page long. It yes. is literally yes. one page that long. That is the whole it chapter. That, it's, that's how big a reveal it is. Yeah, that's how much it matters, that's, man. That's how you know how hard it was jammed in there at the end. <laughs> so the, let's, let's talk about... So here's the here's the the metaphysical teleology yes. that uh, that R. L. Stein has created in the Ghost Next Door. So it's so every so you exist right. Mm-hmm. You got your meat. I got my meat space. You're you're your meat, right? Okay, I'm my meat. Yeah. And there's, but there's a ghost. <laughs> there's a ghost in the meat. No. This is what I'm saying. So meet you uh-huh. and ghost you. They're uh-huh. they're different. What? Were we ever the same? Yeah. No. How does this? What? But here's How does here's this the work? thing. Listen, meet you. <laughs> okay. Has is taking up the metaphysical space in reality that ghost you wants. Oh no! Wants to it. That's right. So there's always two of you, and when you die, your meet <laughs> when your meat goes. It creates room in reality for your ghost to be. And it slips right in there. But what about your, uh, your other ghost? What about ghost? your ghost? Yeah, your ghost. Like, Hannah's you a don't, ghost. You, Hannah's not a... No, no. <laughs> you don't have a ghost. Listen, all of her meat uh-huh. was gone, uh-huh. right? Because right. she died. Burned, yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, so there was nothing to inhabit. Ex- well, no, there's no inhabiting. This is what I'm saying. You're, you're just separate. <laughs> But but, so but, like, but 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 okay so there is no okay <laughs> the meat does not have ghosts okay okay wait but how the, how does Hannah exist what is Hannah Hannah is ghost so Hannah is the same as Danny ghost listen Hannah is, like Hannah ghost mm-hmm. Hannah's meet Hannah's dead yeah and yeah. gone and we yes. don't we don't even don't even bring her up no because she's not around she's gone ghost Hannah uh huh. Does not did not realize that there was a meat Hannah, but she has all of her memories. Yeah, she's like I'm a I'm a meat person because she's in the space, the metaphysical universe space <laughs> that Danny wants to be in, that Danny the, Ghost wants, that Ghost Danny so wants she just... to be in, and that meat Danny currently inhabits. All right, R. L. Hubbard, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. So. My question is, is every ghost trying to kill their meat 
doppelganger. That's what I'm getting. They're, oh, so so what you're actually asking is, did Hannah's ghost kill Meet Hannah? Or would, was its intention <laughs> How did to, the fire start? Exactly. And then once, yeah, or was it... But then if the, if the body's gone, there's no meat to inhabit if you're ghost but Hannah. But, Jeff, I cannot say this anymore... The ghosts do not inhabit the meat. It just becomes it just becomes its own new thing. Yes, it becomes its own matter in in the in the in the cosmos. Ex- existence is a series of slots, right? <laughs> Can we at least agree on that? Existence is a series of slots. So, right now, I I am meat Joe. Mm-hmm. A meat Joe. Okay, and I'm ex- I'm in existence. Right. There's also Ghost Joe who would just love to get into this slot, but he can't because gotcha. I'm here. But if he gets to you, you're but, dead. But if he if he breaks bad, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's trying, are he's they all are it. they all trying to break bad? Yes, because the thing is, like for people who live to an old age, it's because their ghost really just couldn't figure out. How to kill They had them. inept ghosts. They were very bad Everyone at it. Everyone who dies of old age had a stupid ghost. <laughs> yes, an idiot ghost who couldn't kill Which them. means that they themselves were probably stupid since they must share common memories and thoughts. Yes, so if degree. you are old, you are stupid. But, but somehow, but somehow... <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, the younger your ghost, the sharper they are. And they'll kill you and they'll take the metaphysical space... That you exist in. Mike, okay, so I have a question. Because, Joe, you seem to be an expert on this. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, yes, uh, Jeff, in the back. Um, what, what, what newspaper are you with? Uh, I'm with, uh, well, it's not a newspaper necessarily. It's, my, it's a website. Well, it's my blog. It's my blog. Um, it's <laughs> Jeff at Jeff.com. <laughs> it's Jeff at, it's Jeff.tumblr.com. <laughs> so, so Danny's ghost, he says, I'm Danny's ghost, period. When he, he dies, when he dies in the fire, I will no longer be a shadow, which right. is different than a ghost. Right. But anyways, I will be born. Does that mean that maybe he could be born as a new child into the world, or is he going <sighs> to be born at the age that Danny is he going to start existing? He's just going. Listen, <laughs> he is a ghost who exists, and when Danny dies, he gets to be a ghost that doesn't have meat around, so he doesn't have to look like shit all the time, Jeff. So he'll be he'll be the age or whatever he is now. He'll look. He'll look yeah. like Danny does now. Yes. Will he be evil? Will he be evil? Yes. What if? Okay. So if he, so when born, he will look like Danny. He looks like Danny now. Yeah. Okay. So does that mean that if your son, if you watch your boy die, right? Yes. Go and on. I intend to. <laughs> like Danny's parents are like, my boy, my boy, and all of a sudden there's a new Danny. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's just like, well. What? Who is just there? <laughs> He's just an evil Danny. Does he go off on his own? Is it like is it like Kung Fu? The legend continues, where Ghost Danny gets to start a new life. Yes. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. This is the dumbest, the dumbest plot thing in any of the books. Jeff, this is the greatest, most wonderful. <laughs> I read that when it happened, and I I was like. I I was so confounded by what you, was no, no, Jeff, what ha- that, that feeling of confounding was your mind being fucking blown. <laughs> this was from a message board. This sounds like it was crowdsourced from a fucking like. like Listen, y'all, your braids can't handle this. You All th- right? Jeff, you you seem to think like. You seem to think you're like what you think you can be one step ahead, Mr. Stein. I don't think so. No, 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 no. 
It's night. Mr. Stein who's one step ahead of you and us. This seems like it was written by the same people who think the Matrix is real. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's so it it's so weird because leading up to it, you because you see this shadowy Reaper esque figure throughout the entire book pop up. Yes. And my assumption, what I thought it was going to lead to was one, it tends to pop up whenever Hannah gets like too far from home mm-hmm. and it tries, and basically when she sees it, she's like, bah, and then she like returns home. So I'm just like, oh, you're a ghost. It's a sheepdog. It's like, yeah, it's a sheepdog. You can't leave where like you died or yeah. whatever. Heard you. So it heard you back there. Or it was just trying to like reap her and be like, hey, I it's, want your soul. It's time to go. You've been I'm fucking that soul. You've been fucking around too much, Hannah. Mm-hmm. And it did. Ne- it did neither of those normally accepted plot device things. Nope. which shows how plain and vanilla I am. I like the idea that your ghost is out there trying to kill you. Yeah, but uh, but it's not your ghost. It's its own ghost. It's its own ghost. It just happens to it look a lot like, like you. you. Yeah, and have your memories. I, it's, it's so dumb. It's, God, it's so fucking it, it's, I, it sucks. I keep saying it's so dumb because I can't think of any other way to describe <laughs> what I feel when I read this part because it sounds fake. It sounds, <laughs> well, Jeff. It's, uh, Jeff, it's because you don't, it's, <laughs> it's because you don't believe in how good the, how good it is. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't see yet. You're not ready. All right. Do we want to, do we want to do a, can we talk about it? So every time we so every time we do our show, we kind of just are like we can't just stop doing our podcast. We have to think <laughs> of something else. And so, in order to do this, we are going to go through what I like to call a little section that we've named. Can we talk about it? Where we talk about things we didn't have time to talk about, or that we couldn't turn into whole bits. We couldn't turn into whole bits, which <laughs> may shock you. Quite a bit of things. Quite most of what we have written down does not <laughs> make it into the show. Not a lot of stuff makes it. Nope. Um, and so uh, we can we can start going through so, with can we talk about it and the, and, I, and if you don't mind I will begin. Sure. Can can we talk about how every time that she would write a note to her friend, uh, she would just like get progressively more buck wild, but never did she have the the presence of mind to be like I could just call. <laughs> you no, know, it's an R.L. Stein camper friend. Is that they don't have phones? It's right. It's, it's fake. fake. It's plastic. Yeah. All right. Can we talk about how one lands on their knees and elbows? This happens twice. Someone lands on their knees and elbows. Like a horse. Like a, like a horse. Yeah, like a horse. <laughs> Sounds painful. It's nobody. Doesn't sound, doesn't sound good. Do, do, I mean, do you throw your elbows out when you fall? Is That's that, the first thing I do. It's, is, that what you're, is that your strategy? Save me pointy parts. <laughs> Save me pointy vulnerable parts. Can we talk about how Hannah's not the only ghost uh, in this story, aside from also Danny, but also apparently so is her bike because it maintains a presence consistently through the entire book where she's riding her bike places even after her family and the rest of her house disappears. And also at one point, Danny interacts with her bike. So I don't really know if the bike's real or not. Can we talk about how her entire family of ghosts was there and they like didn't like they didn't have unfinished business. So why were they there? Can we talk about how um, Hannah thinks that uh, Danny and his family's a ghost because the mom doesn't like react to her banging on the door and then Danny's the plot device they use to, to shoo that away is that she's deaf, but she's only been deaf for two years and has completely mastered the art of lip reading. Yep, doesn't need still, sign at all. And still talks to everybody at the end of the book. 
Can we talk about the fact that this book actually has like legit plot devices, like foreshadowing? And it talks a lot about like, sometimes dreams tell the truth and I'm going to find out if it kills me. And his eyes are always burning. Everything's always burning. It's like, this is this actually has foreshadowing, which is not a, a tool that I thought was in the arsenal. I like that you said foreshadowing, which I thought it should be foreshadowing. It's foreshadowing, okay? You need the, you need the, you, the foreshadowing. shadows. Foreshadowing. Um, it's like you're playing... for contrast. It's like you're playing, you're saying foreshadowing, but you're like a valley girl. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Can we talk about how when Hannah uh, comes to her ghost realization, her her house, you know, turns to being an empty house and reality basically takes place. And then she's in the kitchen and she looks for a phone and she's like, I need to call somebody. <laughs> and then she's like, who am I going to call? And in my head, I was like, Ghostbusters. 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 <laughs> Clearly. Can we talk about uh, the way that she dresses in day glow colored clothes? What happened to day glow? R.I.P. day glow. Can we talk about how this book posits the idea that the progression of crimes moves from petty vandalism to <laughs> actual arson and potential murder and potential murder and also the fact that no one ever actually discusses the ramifications that these three kids completely <laughs> burned down this guy's house not knowing if there was anyone in there my dogs my cats <laughs> my goldfish my goldfish what no wonderful and now they're all dead and now their ghosts can finally be corporeal oh god this town is just busy with ghosts oh, this town is full of ghosts waiting for someone to die Thank you to the band uh, Dog Party for the use of our theme song, Bad Dream, from the album Hit and Run. It's a wonderful song by a wonderful band. You can check it out at dogpartylive.com and dogparty.bandcamp.com. Geese Bumps is just one piece of comedy content Comedy content from the Mom Hat Comedy Crew. You can check out our fifth edition actual play, uh, Dungeons & Dragons podcast called The Rolls We Made, anywhere the podcast can be found. You can also check out our YouTube Let's Play show, JoJo Has Fun, J-O-E-J-O-E-H-A-S-F-U-N. Um, but we play video games wrong. And uh, Jeff and Danielle like to stream Phasmophobia a lot on uh, JoJo Has Fun on Twitch.tv. Um, so you can check all that stuff out. The next episode of our show is going to be out on... Uh, it'll be a Wednesday th- now. It'll be a Wednesday now. So this came out on a Wednesday. We're switching it to what we call Good Wednesday, um, which means that lots of stuff comes out on Wednesdays now. The next one is going to be a mini bump on uh, May 5th. May the 5th be with you. Um, and then it could have been May the 4th, but Jeff is... Uh, Sorry. Right and then the next episode, full episode, will be on May the 12th. And that one we're going to be looking at... Um, the Piano next. lessons can be murder. And also you can uh, check us out on the social medias. I'm usually the the conductor of that train. We've got geesebumps underscore pod at Twitter and at Instagram. And we also have an email address. It's goosebumpspod, all one word, at gmail.com. We don't have the goosebumpspod one yet. Uh, I think that covers all the stuff we need to cover. Yeah. I think Um, now it's just that last piece of dialogue. Yeah. So, Danielle, if you could hit us with that final passage. Okay. Here we go. Hannah. Hannah. A voice called to her. A sweet, familiar voice from far away. Is that you, Mom? Hannah called. Time to come back, Mrs. Fairchild whispered. You must leave now, Hannah. 
time to come back. Okay, Mom. She gazed into the bedroom at Danny, lying peacefully on his pillow. He was fading away now, fading to gray. Hannah squinted into the solid grayness. The house, she knew, was fading. The earth was fading from her sight. Come back, Hannah, her mother whispered. Come back to us now. Hannah could feel herself floating now. And as she floated, she gazed down, her last look at earth. I can see him, Mom, she said excitedly, brushing the tears off her cheeks. I can see Danny in his room, but the light is getting faint, so faint. Hannah, come back. Come back to us, her mother whispered, calling her home. Danny, remember me, Hannah cried as Danny's face appeared clearly in the misty gray. Could he hear her? Could he hear her calling to him? She hoped so. He didn't hear her, and there's no such thing as an afterlife. Geese bumps. <laughs> <You did. laughs> it's all just gray. It's just it, gray. It's, it's, just, just gray. It's, just, it's just grayness and nothingness, and you're not aware. <laughs> Hank, have fun going to sleep, knowing that that's, that's the closest Sweet you get to dreams. an afterlife. Other, yeah. <laughs> you meet the dreams. Yep. Anticipate the nothingness. Have fun. My name is JoJo. I have a PhD. <laughs> My name is Danielle. I have a PhD. My name is Jeff, and I've been Ghost Jeff this whole time. Oh, fuck. What? This has been Geesebos, a Did You Meet Goosebumps podcast. And until next time, stay out of the basement. Just like somebody I used to.